the game right now is at the plate. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. All right, all right. Happy New Year, Source Podcast is back. 2021, man. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We got a lot to talk about, man. I'm uh, super pumped. But before uh, before we dive in, uh, Pastor Juan, how you doing? Doing good, man. You know, excited about a whole new year. And with that, you know, we are excited about setting new goals and accomplishing new dreams. And yeah, man. I'm excited about the podcast, you know, growing and reaching more people with the source. So, yeah, man, and hanging out with you guys uh, this year. Excited with all of them. That's awesome. We're going to touch a little bit on, on goals in a minute. But, Josh, what's crack a lacking with you? 2021. Feels like it. 2020 never ended. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are. But glad to be back. Uh, welcome back from break. We took a nice little two weeks off, Christmas and New Year's. Yep. Yep. So. Yep. Feel welcome back well rested energized and uh my uh, uh my wife shared a, a meme with me uh yesterday uh first five days of 2021 were cool and then <laughs> yeah, i see that one and then it was like oh man i saw you started off the year with a nice little hike yeah oh are yeah you, are you hiking i'm on a mission there you go 50 pounds nice. let's get it let's get it 50 pounds i'm on a mission so are you hiking every day I'm not hiking every day. I'm walking every day. Uh, awesome. Uh, but um, I'm eating better. I'm making good. way better uh, choices when it comes you to look, you look a little to, to a the little, intake. A little less. Uh, uh, my wife tells me, "Oh, you look less bloated today." Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, you're looking. You know, I think it's a little the less bloated. I think it's the haircut. <laughs> oh, he's got a fresh cut. No, no, no. Your your is uh, a little, you know, less bloated. <laughs> No, you're looking good. You're looking good. I appreciate that, brother. Hey, a journey of a thousand miles starts with one step. One you, step, exactly. You know, you know what it what it is really. It's um, I want I want to be around. Yeah, you know, for yeah. my yeah, absolutely my my daughter's wedding and you know my mm-hmm. my kids' kids grandkids. Yeah, you know, and uh, and straight up, I've been feeling some chest pains. Mm-mm. You know, so no. so I don't want to be <laughs> I don't want to be no. the guy that no decide way. that that decides to change his his lifestyle because I had you know a stroke or after or, a heart attack or a heart attack or something. And some people don't even make it. You know, some people they just you know they get, they get hit with that and game over. That's why I just drink black coffee now. There you go. No, no I sugar. It's good for you. <laughs> Is it? That's what I heard. <laughs> that's that's what my that's my wife Jenna does, bro. Just black, black coffee. coffee, yeah. Uh huh. She's a champ. Moderation, though. I mean, uh, are are you are you throwing down six coffee, six cups a day, or caffeine? It, I, I mean, I think you're trying to put paint coffee as a bad guy. Even if in I did, excess, for sure, it, it's caffeine? a bad guy. Yeah, caffeine doesn't affect me at all. Like I could drink a cup of coffee right before bed. It doesn't mm-hmm. affect me. I'm telling you, you can ask like everybody in the house. No, no, no. I'm, I drink I, a cup and I'll knock out. I'm not saying, I'm not saying it it hurts, Josh. I'm saying overall, yeah. Overall, talk to a doctor, ask him if it's cool to drink. 
four or five drink, coffee I only drink cups. like about two cups a day. That's cool. I yeah. I think you're all right right there. I drink one in the morning and then one like in the evening. Uh, like after dinner. I mean, there was a point where I was probably doing, you know, five, six cups a day. That's wow. not good. That's, that's the real that's the realtor in, in you. Yeah. Does it give you it comes, does it, it give you territory? Does it give you like energy or wake you up like how some people uh, it affects them? Yeah, I think I think it would uh you know, because of my bad eating habits, you know, I kind of feel drowsy, you know, around around every pretty much every time I ate, you know. I I'd feel drowsy right after. And it was just my body telling me, "Hey, dude, you're you're putting the wrong things in your body, you know? I can't eat burgers anymore. I can't do you know, pizza and burritos and tacos and all that stuff. I had I, I got to do some uh, some vegetables, you know, some lentejas, yeah. some broccoli, some, you know. But anyhow, I'm sure I'm not the only one. So hopefully our listeners out there are like, hey, you know what? You're right. Once I hit 40, I hit that wall. My, hey, I don't know if you guys, I'm sorry to cut you off, bro. I don't know if you guys know this, but caffeine, I don't know if you know this, uh, the Mayo Clinic considered it technically a drug caffeine oh yeah oh, caffeine yeah. is te- technically a drug and people can overdose from uh, caffeine also no way uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> you heard it here first the source podcast <laughs> well i think oh, the mayo man. clinic's on crack <laughs> <laughs> listen it takes about one and a half to nine and a half nine and a half hours for the level of caffeine in your blood to drop to half of its original amount. Mm, 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 mm. That's, a, that's a whole day, man. So if you take in, let's say, 12 ounces of black coffee, uh, the average black coffee, 12 ounce, you know, has 50 to 235 milligrams of caffeine in it. Our status, our statistician researcher, Pastor Juan, putting in the work right now. <laughs> yeah. I love it. So it, it, I, guess, I guess it's considered a drug because it supposedly... Stimulates the nervous system. Stimulate your mind, Craig. Come on, Craig. It's Thursday. (laughs) You ain't got no job. Drink a cup. (laughs) Hey, by the way, uh, how's Dr. Dre doing, bro? I heard he had an aneurysm. Yeah, brand new. So I was just talking uh, with a couple of clients who are like interior decorators, and we were talking about Dr. Dre. That, like the night before, and then Mm. the next day we got the news he had an aneurysm. Crazy, man. You know what I heard it it, it is because my my father had a brain aneurysm uh, uh two years uh next month and uh, thank God he's he's uh, fully recovered um, but it's uh, one or two things either it's hereditary it's been in his in his history right yeah or he smoked too much and it thins out your arteries including the ones in your brain. Smoke- nicotine or i don't know the chronic i don't know I, I mean dr dre looks pretty healthy though no he's very healthy they eat he eats very healthy because i used to work at his house yeah. um we used to do work there the company i used to uh work with and he has like top chefs that literally prepare like incredibly healthy meals so an, an, works out a lot another thing that could have been a Attributed to his it. divorce, homie. The, yeah, the stress. Yes, yes. his wife oh, was asking. No. His, his wife was asking for two million a month. <laughs> Something crazy. Bro. Something insane. Let me. Let me crazy, I don't know bro. if I can say too much. Actually, I didn't sign an NDA, so 
Yeah, she, <laughs> let me just say she's a she's a piece of work, man. I'll just leave it at that. She's was very difficult. What's what's the story? What's what, do you know anything? How long they've been married? You know, they've like, been married a very long time, like uh, over twenty years. Their son died of uh, a no, drug overdose. That ah, that's the worst. That was uh, man. That was a long time ago. I can't remember what year that was. But um, yeah, uh, you know, supposedly, you know, he, she was tired of his drinking and uh, going out with other women. Oh, uh, so know. he so he was still partying up. He was still living in sin. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're, you're talking about recently, bro. Still, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, Isn't I mean, cat, like fifty five, sixty, almost or something like that. Uh, he's fifty, like fifty something. Um, no, I think I, I mean, think she he, was tired of his drinking. But he looks like he's thirty. You and, know, he's like ripped. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, like you know, having a couple of mistresses, like she was just tired of it. Yeah. Man. The enemy supposedly, finds a way. Su- supposedly, the enemy supposedly. finds a way to attack. Allegedly. How rich is that cat? Like five hundred million or something? Stupid rich, bro. Yeah. Stupid rich. His house. <laughs> I've been in his house. It is like nothing I've ever seen. And I've been in. I've been in. Uh, I've been to Oprah's house. I've been to. You've been to my house. Jimmy Iovine's house. I've been to your house. <laughs> Les Moonves's house. Uh, you know, his house is next level, bro. And the only uh, the coolest thing that I could say about his house is everything you don't see. Mm. He has like a bat cave, bro, like underneath the house. Mm. It's crazy. Well, it's probably gonna be had once you go to, through the divorce. You gotta, you gotta split things up fifty fifty. She'll probably get the Malibu house. I mean, especially if they've been together for twenty years. I mean, that means that she's, you know, she's she, you know, she's I'll, she's responsible. You know, your your wife's been with you for. You know, for you know, a certain amount of time, that means that she's contributed a lot. Of, I think a lot of men don't understand that. Hey, wait a minute, you didn't work. You know, I'm the one that 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 did this. No, dude, that's your counselor, that's your therapist, that's the person that you that's your partner. Into. That's your yeah. partner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, so you know, you know, it was crazy too. I was a little. I, I don't want to say I was salty because you know I like Dr. Dre, but did you guys? Do you remember like? Hearing reports, uh, I think it was this week, the beginning of this week or end of last week, that the paramedics are not taking people to hospitals if they can't yeah. revive them. Or, or, or yeah, something to if that effect. Like, right? if you're too sick, you're dying at yeah, home. Yeah, you're you just going to stay home. And wow. so, like, he was able to get right in, you know what I mean, at Cedar Sinai, get up, get in the, you know, get a bed, like, immediately so i just was like man money money bro money, that money will get you what you need man, that's dr dre right Absolutely. there <laughs> you know? no but i mean prayers out prayers out to, to his family for uh for it looks like he's doing good you know it, yeah. it it sounds like he's doing good so hopefully so he better release the detox album now hopefully he'll get through it uh all right guys uh um i what in the world happened yesterday you know, it was anarchy. It was chaos. It was a, an attempted uh, overthrow of the government. What are what are some of your thoughts? I know, uh, I know, both <laughs> both of you guys are Man. are super passionate about this this topic. Man, I, I'm gonna tone it down because I know this is a P, a G podcast, but uh, we saw we saw a terrorist attack. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We saw terrorism. And we don't want to call it terrorism because it had a white face on it. 
and it was clothed in red, white, and blue. But yeah, man, what we saw was was and, and and on top of that, bro, it was clothed with some some of these fools throwing the name of Jesus around too, and that's what really that, that know, that's it's, it's stupid, it's crazy. So yeah, that's that's the worst part about it to me too, Pastor Juan is like it's clothed in this i uh, this fake religiousness self-righteousness mm-hmm. god bless america god's on our side god you know is only for us and what we believe and we're taking back our country this you know it's just like this it, it caused me to do a, a, some serious research and i'm actually in the middle of it researching um the 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 birth of the religious right as like a a, a political system and uh, I'm right. I'm just scratching the surface of it, man. But it's it's heavy. It's heavy, and it's deep down rooted in our ideology of this idea of being a Christian nation, which uh, newsbreak we are not, <laughs> never have been. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not not to the true sense of of living a Christ-like life. You know, I think a lot of a lot of Americans, uh, you know, we we know that there's a God. Right. We acknowledge that Jesus lived, uh, you know, but unfortunately, not too many of us have given our lives, uh, you know, and made Jesus our Lord and Savior and lived by his rules. Uh, so, you know, I, I really think a lot of people, Clement, that just jump in there have made him just Savior, but not Lord. Amen. You know, there's a big difference, you know, and again, how do we know that? It's based on our actions and also based on who the heck are they listening to, you know, that that they flip the scriptures to fit their ideology, to fit. Listen, we 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 don't read the scriptures and then make them fit our lifestyle or make them fit our ideology. No, actually, it's the opposite. Yeah, we we need to succumb. We need to submit to. You know, Jesus is not just our savior where we have a, 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 again, I've said this in the podcast before, where we have a, a a guaranteed bus ticket to heaven. It's like, no, dude, like if you, if you want to be a follower of Jesus, then he said, love God, love him and love your enemies. Mm. It's not control your enemies. It's not, you know, change their thoughts, change their ways and overthrow them. them. That's not it. That's not not it. and what's crazy about all this, too, is that, I mean, the federal agency at, you know, uh, I mean, at the Capitol building, I mean, they weren't even prepared. And they had, from what I understand and read, you know, a little bit of the news is that they had weeks in advance noticed that that there was a mob, you know, coming forming. to. Yeah. Yeah, that was forming that was going to come. And and so they were basically overpowered by this one want to be called rally. And, and they targeted the building and they pushed their way in and. I mean, there just wasn't enough personnel to prevent a mob from pushing in. <laughs> Which is unbelievable because in the summer, you had the state yes. capitol completely, like every step was filled with riot, like military-grade police in uniform, riot gear for Black Lives Matter protests, right? So it's like, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, oh, we didn't know this was going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, bro... Donald Trump has been stoking these flames for months of of doing this. And even the very day of <laughs> continued to stoke the flames 
of let's march down Pennsylvania. You know, our voices are going to be heard. And you know what I mean? So it's like, it just, it's just crazy how, how easily they allowed that to happen. You know? Yeah. It's wild. It's crazy. But can you imagine guys, if, 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 uh, you know, if, if people of color did that, <laughs> oh, there would, there would be 30, 30, bodies, 30 people shot bodies all over the Capitol steps. So everywhere. What, so, so what are some of the, some of the numbers? I'm sorry. I, I haven't really looked into it, but, uh, I know, uh, pastor Juan and I had a, had a uh, brief conversation Four people died. Right. So, yesterday. Th- so, so three police officers, right. Or agents, federal agents, and then, and then a civilian, right? Oh, I didn't know it was, uh, police officers or agents. Yeah. I thought they were people, uh, part of that mob. No, only one. It was the lady. She was, uh. A QAnon conspiracy theorist. She was uh, in the uh, Air Force, I believe. Right. But at that point, I seen the video of her getting shot. She was literally like they had breached the Capitol building. They were inside. So this was like yeah. one last line of defense where the senators were sheltering in place and they were trying to hop that barricade. She hopped over one of the Capitol Police or I don't know if it was Secret Service, probably Capitol Police uh, shot her. She she's was, a, it was the uh, last. Yeah. Yeah, I seen the video. They had they had it barricaded because they had come all the way in, all the way up the stairs. This was one last barrier. So if they would have breached it, you know, your job is to protect the 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 senators that are in there. You know what I mean? So who knows? Maybe they were the people were armed, which there were obviously reports that they were armed, heavily armed. I saw a picture of a guy with like zip ties. Maybe they were going to hold hostages, you know what I mean? So I think this was the last line of defense. The guy fired his weapon, boom, popped her. She was she was uh, yeah. she was hit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's an Air Force veteran. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, sad, sad to see. Uh, you know, we, uh, you know, obviously we don't condone what uh, what happened at the, you know, at the at the Capitol. Uh, you know, but uh, nobody should should lose their life either. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, what 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 was really the uh, I I would say the the outcome of of what happened? All right, because there was there, there there's been a lot of speculation, rumors that uh, you know the president of the United States was MIA, missing in action. You know he he didn't make a public statement uh, until I think late last night. No, it was it was uh, in the middle of it. It came out right after Joe Biden came out. I think it was around three o'clock Eastern time. Uh, then Donald Trump came on with a few minute, a few minute video, continuing to stoke the flames of of uh, baseless conspiracy theories of how this was a landslide election that we won that was stolen from us. And I understand your frustration, but we got to go home. You got to mm-hmm. go home. That's what he said. Even mm-hmm. though I I feel your pain, you know, he just basically praised them and uh he didn't he it would have been a perfect time for him to be a president, you know, and squash this. Concede. Con- I mean just just to bring a sense of unity or or some sort of peace, but no, he he still continued to, even in the video. Yeah. yeah was, he said he said he said I know your pain. I know, I know your, your pain. Hurts. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, it's he's nuts. like we. He's like we love you, but we have to go home. We have yeah. to go home, right? 
So uh, from what I heard this morning, there's articles of impeachment again to get him out, uh, invoking the 25th Amendment, letting Mike Pence uh, transition, you know, finish take out, take over and finish the, out the last two weeks. Yeah, but hopefully, man, this guy is going to be forever a stain in our country. Sorry, yeah. source listeners, if you're a Donald Trump supporter, but it it just it just feels like um like that's going to be the legacy oh, of, yeah. of his presidency. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's this is going to be his legacy for sure. And it's and it's uh. It's sad because I feel like uh, there was a lot of good that was done over the last four years. And, the, you know, it doesn't matter if you're on the right side or the, le- or the left side. I mean, we still live in the greatest country in the world. And, you know, and we have to respect that position of, of presidency. Did you guys see Donald Trump uh, Jr., his tweet? No. Um, he, he he sounds like he's got more common sense than his dad. I mean, he said be he said uh, uh, the the supporters who mobbed the Capitol were wrong and not who we are. And then he said, "Be peaceful and use your First Amendment rights, but don't start acting like the other side. We have a country to save, and this doesn't help anyone." So you still got some of Trump in him as he's saying, "Don't start acting like the other side." <laughs> but you know, he's he's saying, you know, use your First Amendment rights. <laughs> Yeah. You know, in other words, he's basically said, hey, we're better than the other side. You know, let's not act like them. We're acting like them now. And this is not who we are. All right. I mean, without without getting too crazy with with politics, uh, uh, have you guys? uh... Oh, we already did, bro. We already went there. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So multiple bombs multiple bombs have detonated safely on the source podcast <laughs> so con- so control of the senate for 2021 uh-huh uh-huh yeah so i mean dude this is this is this is uh this is the country sick and tired of of what the republican party allowed the beast that they fed that became the republican party they're they're like all right this is it so the people rose up and voted these guys out. Georgia. Georgia on my mind. Senator uh, 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 Ralph, well, I'm sorry, not Senator yet, but um, Ralph Warnock, he's a, he's a preacher. Um, he's a, uh, he pastors at MLK, at, baby, at, at MLK. At Ebenezer's Eben, Church. Yeah. I'm sorry, Martin Luther King's Church. Luther. Uh, man, my brain is fried right now. No, no, you're good. <laughs> but uh, man, dude, I've heard some of his messages. Dude, he's fire, bro. I mean, he, he's the 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 right you want to call it are afraid of this guy big time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and then a young guy, uh, what's his name? Uh, Onaf or something? Unseated. Yeah, the yeah, other, yeah, the other really guy. young guy. Yeah, yeah. First so, time Georgia turned blue, I believe. I mean, that's deep south. And the right first, there. the first black person elected in georgia that's awesome to the senate so 50 50 uh split right down the middle uh vice president kamala harris has a tiebreaker so now they're gonna be able to get what they want to get done everything Mm -hmm. get it all so we'll see what happens yeah i think i think i think we we you know we assume like oh because you're quote unquote a Democrat or Republican, you're always gonna vote in favor of your party. I mean we're looking at Mitt Romney's the only one with seems like common sense who is actively 
denouncing the actions of Donald Trump. You know what I mean? So then you have people like Bernie Sanders who are are really independents. They don't always vote with the Democratic Party. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's there's different there's there's, there's wild cards in there. Dick, you know, Dick Cheney's daughter, uh, Senator, uh, what's what's her name? Dick Cheney's daughter is a yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. She's she's. she's I saw I saw a thing where Dick Cheney pinned a thing with like all of the attorney generals, surviving attorney generals pinned a, a, a op-ed in I think the post about uh, the actions of Donald Trump and how he needs to stop. If Dick Cheney is telling you, you need to chill, bro. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Mr. Waterboard, Mr. War Crime. You know what I mean? It's like, bro, mm-hmm. if he's telling you to chill, President Cheney. you're bad. You're talking about President Cheney? <laughs> Dick Cheney, bro. Darth Vader. <laughs> Talking about uh, Elizabeth Cheney. Yeah, yeah. She's a she's a U.S. representative for Wyoming, okay. large congressional district. Yeah. Right. Uh, all right. All right. Enough. Enough about that. <laughs> I think uh, there's going to be more coming. There'll be more. <laughs> yeah. Ho- hopefully. Ho- hopefully. Uh, there won't be any more craziness going on, and 2021 is going to be the bright. Shining rainbows and <laughs> butterflies and everything else that uh, everybody oh, expects. So, so let's let, let's get into some of those some of those uh, goal settings. Have you guys uh, have you guys actually taken the time, sat down, and written down uh, your goals? Put them into a uh, a roadmap, a plan, or or is it still kind of no brewing in your head? No. Why? <laughs> uh i just don't i probably should yeah i just don't all good yeah all good tell me about it pastor juan yeah um you know when i was in the secular world meaning in the business world and i wasn't in you know full-time pastor um, absolutely, bro. You know, I was in the business world and it was like, Hey, I would write at least 10 goals for the year that I wanted to accomplish. And they all were, you know, based on fitness goals, right? Health. Uh, they were based on, uh, family, you know, taking vacations, um, you know, business where I wanted my business to grow from year after year over year, uh, financially, of course, how much money would it make? Um, so stuff like that. And, What's interesting about all that is when I examined my motives, again, you know, because we're the source podcast, you know, we're always talking about the sources, God and God is, you know, the one that creates everything. It's not ourselves. Um, You know, whenever a new goal comes to my mind, I just want to say this, you know, we should consider whether it is in line with God's will first. See, because. What happens is, you know, sometimes we set specific goals for ourselves and we plan, but none of these goals, you know, are, are, are simply aiming to, to help, you know, our, our number one, you know, who should be our number one, uh, cons- you know, the person that we think of and, and that's, you know, God, that's Jesus. And so a lot of, a lot of our goals are earthly ambitions that we want to accomplish and sir, we can cover them up, you know, like a, like a chocolate bar, you know, the, the outside looks good, but the middle of it is there's a motive and we need to examine where that motive is coming from. Like, why do you want to 
accomplish what you want to accomplish is what I'm saying. Right. What's the purpose behind it? Is it, is it because, you know, you feel a need that, or a desire, you know, maybe that's coming from an area of brokenness. Like I know I need people to like me. I need people to need me. I need people to, you know, so what I self-examine, I can only talk about me is whenever I had set goals, these were ambitions and dreams that I would set to make me feel good. I didn't really think about my family. I mean, sure, I'd say it was for them, but really it was something that was more of a motive that I wanted to accomplish, which whether it was pursuing money, power, self-advancement. Um, but I didn't consider the pitfalls of it. Example, if you want to make more money and you say, hey, I need to, I need to see more clients. I need to, you know, this is, you know, last year, for example, if you're in real estate, like Lamente, hey, let's say last year I sold, you know, 30 homes. And I made $300,000, just throwing a number out there. Yeah. And my goal, my goal is, hey, I want to make a million dollars, but I need to sell three times the amount of homes. Right. Just math. But, but, then, but then, yeah. So that, but then on the other side, one of my goals is, oh, I want to spend more time with my family and take vacation. Those are contradicting each other. Mm-hmm. Because you're going to spend more time away from your family, which you think, oh, yeah, the, these, you know, I'm pursuing money, I'm pursuing advancement. And you clo- you you justify your goal by saying yeah yeah but that's so I can give my kids a college education that's so I can vacation more you're not it's not going to happen because unless I would say this unless you duplicate yourself and you're not the salesperson you're not the main person that's doing out there the job the sell so if if your goal is to only make more money and make more sales. You're not reproducing yourself. You're just taking time away more from your family. Yeah. You're not, you're not multiplying yourself. So Josh, for example, if you wanted to, you know, hook up more homes with, you know, you know, with the shades and, um, you know, the beautiful trim that you do for the windows, the window treatment. Well, if Josh has three or four or five people that you train and develop to get after it, instead of you making all the house calls, right then you can do that because it's not you being divided into four, five, six, seven, eight appointments a day. Yeah. You're just duplicating yourself. Exactly. And so we got to be careful where, when we set goals that, that, that we examine what our motives are, but also that they don't contradict the other goals that you're mm. setting of spending more time with your family. Cause that's a pitfall. It's multidimensional, right? It's not just one. I'm going to set this goal and it's one thing like you're, you're saying it's, it's other, it, there's a lot that goes into that. Like, yeah, because guess because then what you're doing is you're neglecting now your family and you're going to feel that pain at home. And guess what? Most of us are going to side and justify and rationalize our behavior and say, you know, hey, wife, be quiet. You know, you have a roof over your house, over your head. <laughs> the kids, the kids are getting fed. You know, the bills are getting paid like you got nothing to say. Wife, be quiet. I'm going to try that one. <laughs> you know, but, no, but you don't. know what I'm saying? That's, but that's what happens. You see what I mean? And then now your relationship, your marriage is going to struggle 2021 Yeah. when originally that was one of your goals before the, the clock struck 12 midnight to 2021. And you're like, oh, yeah, I want a better marriage. I want a happier wife. And now she's not happy. All right. That's why that's why Clem is building his team right now. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. And so, yeah. No, and so, no, I, yeah. I, I think there's a. There's there's a lot of truth to uh, to what you're saying, Pastor Juan, and obviously you're you're speaking for yourself, not not necessarily for 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 right, the audience right. or, or for or for uh, the the general public. But I think that there's 
there's something that happens, at least for me, when you when you put a pen to paper and it almost becomes a a mantra where you're 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 praying about it, you're talking to to yourself, uh, you're you're reading down your goals, you have a vision board. And uh for for me, uh I'll share I'll share some some of my examples. For me at least, uh right now it's really getting in tune with the Holy Spirit, allowing God's light to shine out through me, sharing my story with as many people as possible. And uh and and helping bring people uh, come uh, uh, closer to Christ. That's the number one mission. That's my purpose in life, right? That's that's why we we sat down and and uh, and made the Source podcast around the ultimate source, right? Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So as long as your your foundation, right, your your purpose is for others. I, I don't see any problem in in actually writing stuff down, visualizing it. And guess yep. what? The biggest yep. donors, the biggest the biggest people that 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 help more people with you know homeless shelters or 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 churches or schools or or water wells and everything else, right? Are the biggest earners. You know, so I don't necessarily see a problem with having right. ambitious goals of earning money as long as it comes with that underlying that underlying uh purpose of serving pe- serving the lord generosity yeah serving yeah, well people said. helping people serving yeah absolutely well said so so that's why me and you and Josh you know are well connected because i guess here's the question that that when you're looking at your goals is here's a good question to ask yourself. Does a desire for holiness and God's glory influence your plans, your goals? Does a desire for holiness and God's glory influence your plans? And that's why, you know, Clemente, that's why you've been so successful, I believe. And Josh, you know, his business is, you know, he took care of his family last year, like he said, and, you know, he put a pause on it. So my next question is this. Can you hold your goals loosely in case God in his providence changes them? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then I, to clarify, when I say I don't really set goals, I think you just pinpointed what I was trying to really express. Like, not that I don't set any goals, right? Like, yeah, I do have plans and um, a vision, but I always leave room for the unexpected. Yes. And and the yeah. divine and yeah, knowing that God absolutely. somehow can just open up doors that you did not see coming at yes, all. Amen. And if you're so glued to your plan, you can miss out on that. Yeah, um, because what's I the scripture? Agree, what's the scripture of like, you know, uh, a full a plan or make, makes plans. Um, oh man, my lack of Bible knowledge is showing right well, now. Proverbs, Proverbs says that, you know, we make our plans, but the Lord the directs Lord, our steps. Orders our, orders our steps. Correct. Yeah. So, yeah. Yes. Yes. Have a plan, have a goal, write it down, make the vision plain, right? Like write it down, mm-hmm. have a goal to shoot for, but also make room for the unexpected and for God to do the miraculous or for things to open up. Also too, things can change. Like bad things also happen. 
you know? Oh, you mean like a pandemic, bro? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, 2021, I think, you know, is yes, let's shoot for those goals. Let's strive for that, but also be open for God to shift things as well and be yes. open to shifting and moving I, I, and redirecting. I, Yes, I think if anything, what we've learned this year, guys, and those that are listening, is that your plans, listen to this, your plans might be upended. Yeah. And that is by outside influences. So you can have these cookie cutter, like perfect, you know, plans. But if we've learned anything from 2020 is that you better be ready, especially if you're self-employed or a business owner or even have a job, you know, that that you got to remember that God is good. He's omniscient. And he's wiser than any of us because he alone knows the best path for us. And so if you write these plans down and they're big goals and, and your plans don't work out your way, you got to remember to that scripture that we just talked about is that, you know, we make our plans, but he, he definitely orders our steps and he knows what's best for us. So maybe he will get your attention if you're pursuing money too much and you make that your idol, or if you're pursuing advancement or if you're. If you're now neglecting your family, your your wife, your kids, or your, your your husband, whatever it is, you know. So we have to be. Josh, you said it perfectly in the comment that you did as well, bro. Is that you know we need to stay focused on having a desire to to serve God and to serve His people, and especially those that are lost, that 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 are you know at the Capitol right now, depending on the government to be their savior, to be their Lord, you know. And 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 it's not the government has never been our Lord and Savior. What's that Drake song? God's plan. <laughs> you know what? It, you know, it, and that's and for our listeners out there, guys. That's the power of prayer. I mean, if you're in tune with the Holy Spirit, if you are, uh, you know, making time every day for your alone time, uh, reading scripture, meditating on God's word and, and really searching for answers. Right. Because I, I, I had this conversation with, with a buddy of mine yesterday, somebody that I, that, that I really love. And, and, and I told him, like, God doesn't have to appear in a dream to you. He doesn't have to uh, appear in a physical form. Right. God talks to us not only through people, but with the thoughts that come to our head. Uh, you know, so take the time. To give gratitude, take the time to ask whatever God's will is for you today, tomorrow, this year, and listen. A lot of the times we ask and we plead and we fail to listen. So the, the my message today is take the time to listen to what God's tell, God's going to give you specific instructions on who to talk to, on what to talk about, but take the time to listen and help encourage somebody come closer to Christ. Yeah. Hey bro, I want to I want to challenge a little bit cuz you know, cuz this is, you know, our podcast and you know, we love to help one another out and obviously talk about some points where where there's a pain or there could be a pain crisis in the future. Uh, let me start off with first Timothy chapter six verses nine and 10. Now this is the apostle Paul who has an apprentice and his name is Timothy. And hence he's writing this letter to him. You know, he, he's, 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 
that's his uh, Patty one, right? That's his, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi. And so he tells them, but people who long to be rich fall into temptation and are trapped by many foolish and harmful desires that plunge them into ruin and destruction. And verse 10 says this, for the love of money, it doesn't say money. It says the love of money. Money, money is not bad. Right. It's the love of money. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. That, that scripture is always misconstrued. It's always not quoted properly. Money itself is not bad. It's, it's what you do with that money and, and, and why do you want money so bad? And it continues. And some people, listen to this, craving money have wandered from the true faith and pierced themselves with many sorrows. Yep. I, th- I think we can all attest that we have friends now that that is, that is their thing. They crave money, they crave money, and they quote-unquote call themselves Christians, but they have wandered from the true faith and have pierced themselves with many sorrows, mm. whether, that's a, whether that's a divorce, whether that's neglecting their kids. And they think that, you know, we think as men sometimes that as long as we just pay the bills and just throw money at a situation— that right. that solves everything. It's not Mm-mm. our, our, our kids, my first our marriage. Spouses, <laughs> yeah. Our spouses, they need us there to be the spiritual protectors, the warriors to be, to be there, you know, praying for our family to lead by example, spiritually, because money goes and money comes, but we need to protect our family. So with that said, you said earlier, bro, something Clemente, you said, you know, uh, wealthy people are the ones that, that give money and build wells and all that stuff. Listen, bro, Less than 2% of wealth of wealthy people give to charities, to give to nonprofits. So that's actually a kind of a false representation, meaning what I'm saying is that exactly this, the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. What a kind of evil? Greed. Greed is a big one. Why? Because when, you, when you're trying to make money, it's, you never make enough. When was the last time you said, hey, last year was a good year. I don't need to make more money. I'm good with this. Yeah. We always want more. And you know what that's called? The Bible makes it clear. It's called coveting. Because you're never happy with the car you have. You always want the newer car, the newer, you know, the bigger house, the the nicer area. And we're never content. And so I always go, okay, why why is it? That's my point. Why is it that I'm setting a higher goal to make more money this year? Why? Because my quality of life actually increased this year, so I need to keep up with it. Mm. Why not set a goal this year of, say, I want to give more money away than I did last year? And you're thinking right away, well, I need to make more. No, maybe you need to cut back on your expenses and and stop eating out every single week, twice a day, or those, 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 uh, those, uh, the, yeah, the, no, the, Pumpkin spice, spice lattes, you know, Starbucks, you should have, you probably could have owned already a Starbucks from all the Starbucks you drink. Um, <laughs> you know, all the luxurious, you know, stuff that you have on the internet coming out, automatic draft, like Netflix, uh, and on and on and on and on. HBO Max. And, you know what I'm saying? And so I always think, okay, if, if my is part- a luxury, <laughs> it is, it is if you're a Christian and you're trying to give more money away. <laughs> You see what I'm saying? So if last year your goal, if you said, if you looked at your bank account and you said, I only gave away 5% of my total income and my goal is to go to 10%, then where do you have to cut back? Where do you need to get out of debt? How about that? Hey, my goal is to get out of debt this year, 10%, 20%, 50%, pay off some stuff. 
Right. Instead of wanting more, coveting more, and guess what? You give away the same next year, you know, and I and I'm preaching, I'm preaching to you guys, leading by example. The year prior in 2019, and I give all glory to Jesus. Let me tell you, it had nothing to do with us. We started in 2010 giving away 10% of our income. And last year, we almost gave 20% away of our total income. It's not a lot. It's not a lot. But now I'm at that 80-20 spot where we gave away 20% almost of our income, you know, gross, not, not after taxes, gross. And so I'm, I'm always leading by example. And I challenge people when I go, look, I mean, I'm willing one-on-one to meet with you guys and show you how much we gave away last year, you know, as, as leading by example of saying, I really want to reach more people for the kingdom and I'm going to trust, I'm going to trust God. And here's the other thing since 10 years ago, guess what happens? Guess what's happened to our income? It's, it's doubled, tripled. Yeah. Oh, more than that. Quadrupled. It's, it's, it's gone up. It's gone up. And I go, how does this happen? Well, because we're prioritizing and understanding that our income is not our income. This yeah. is God is God is helping us be stewards of it. And 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 how I use it, he says, Well done, good and faithful servant, and he'll give you more. It's a story of the talents, guys. The yeah. story in the Bible that says, you know, the owner gave one talent to one, two talents to the other, and five to the other. The one that was, you know, fear ridden and said, I'm just gonna bury it. He buried that one talent. The other one with two doubled it, got four. The one with five doubled it and got ten. When the owner came back, he said, hey, where's my money that I left you to tend with it and to steward it and to you know, work it? The guy with the one talent came back and said, oh, I buried it because I knew that you're a harsh person and, and I don't want to lose your money. I don't want to take the risk of it. And he said he basically rejected him and, and called him a, a very bad name. And then the guy with the two, two talents and five talents, he told him, well done, good and faithful servant. And guess what he did? He grabbed the talents of the one and two and gave it to the one that had five. Right. And I'll tell you this, when money was, was the love of money in my heart was, was an idol of mine. You know what I asked? I questioned God and said, why would you do that? Why would you take away the one talent that that one guy had and the two that he doubled? He did what you asked him. Why would you give that to, I mean, that's the old saying, the rich get richer and the poor get what? Or. <laughs> that's in the bible guys mm-hmm. and and the owner is who the owner is god and so the moral of the story is this god has given you gifts talents and wealth money we're in the richest country in the world if you make more than i think what was it if you make more than like five bucks ten bucks a day you know uh, i mean you're richer than 90 percent of the world out there and so but we we misuse the money that god has given us on ourselves Instead of having a desire to use it on other people, yeah. First Timothy six, you you read that earlier, right? Was it six or ten? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nine through ten. So r- nine ten. right above it, uh, this is the message six through eight says a devout life does bring wealth, but it's the rich simplicity of being yourself before God. Since we entered the world penniless, and we will leave it penniless, if yes. we have bread on the table and shoes on our feet, that's enough. Amen. And then nine, but if it's, but if it's, but if it's only money these leaders are after, they'll self-destruct in no time. He says, lust for money brings trouble and nothing but trouble. Yeah. Yeah. I love that, bro. The new living translation after verse eight, you read 
it says so we so if we have enough for food and clothing it has a comma and it says let us be content yeah you see so coveting is the opposite of being content with what we have that's why i love like reading uh people like saint francis of assisi or in these or just really paying attention to the earlier communities who would literally forsake everything you know and go mm-hmm. into a life of uh of uh you know just just service you know like yeah. sort of disconnecting now everybody can't disconnect you know and i was even listening to a podcast over the winter break about santa claus or the idea of santa claus and it actually came from a guy um saint nicholas he was basically yeah. at the time yeah. of, of in in turkey yep. where he would um he was wealthy but he would literally uh bring my, well here's the story was that he would uh people who were like in debt or in servitude or were struggling would um bring money into the stockings back then obviously they didn't have washer and dryers so they would hang their clothes by the fire uh and if you had a fireplace in the house you would hang it inside the house right and he would actually right. break into houses to leave mm-hmm. money <laughs> absolutely so yeah, yeah. I, heard a, I heard a story of him of a lady that was a widow and uh, she was going to yeah. lose her three daughters yeah. to yeah. the foster care system. And, you know, he broke in and basically gave her the money to be able to, you know, live the quality right. of life that they were living before right. when her husband was alive. I mean, that, yeah. that is powerful. I man. think, I think that's what it was. He would actually would target it, target widows. Um, uh-huh. if, if, if I remember correctly on the podcast, yeah, absolutely. That's kind of dangerous. I'm not breaking into <laughs> right. Right. And that's the whole idea of how it transformed into, you know, modern day, uh, Santa time. going down the chimney supposedly. Right. Yeah. What else are we looking forward to in 2021 guys? Uh, you know what? I, I'm really grateful for our fellowship and, uh, and the source podcast. Um, I'm, what I'm looking forward to is impacting, as many lives as we possibly can through yes, this, sir. through this yes, outlet, sir. through this outlet. So, so, so yes, our, sir. our promise here at the source podcast, uh, to, to our loyal listeners is we're gonna, we're gonna become better prepared with <laughs> better content <laughs> and quality guest to come and, and hopefully inspire our listeners out there and allow the 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 platform to be used for 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 what it should be used and and that's to help others hey can i can i just say something about that bro um next week i'm trying to book uh a gentleman his name is frank falcorda he's a jujitsu he's a he's a he's a brother in christ and he's a jujitsu instructor uh, he's a former military veteran. Uh, he's a, I'm sorry, not a former, he's a military veteran and he, uh, supports mission 22. Uh, that's basically, you know, uh, the mission of, you know, veterans that every 22 minutes a veteran commits suicide. Right. And so he's com- combating that. And, uh, he teaches precepts and principles of the Bible to his, to his, uh, students before he instructs them in jujitsu. Wow. And he's he's using his platform, guys, beautifully here in the Antelope Valley to uh, talk about Jesus. And so while he has this captive audience there, you know, all dressed up in their geese and, 
you know, their workout gear. I mean, he teaches a principle. I mean, they don't know that it's a biblical principle yet, but guess what? God is good that the majority of people that are there are now Christians or they have, you know, converted to Christianity or they're walking along, you know, the path to eventually become followers of Jesus. But God is using him, um, you know, to, to use that platform to help people be disciplined, to learn a phenomenal, you know, you know, Eastern, uh, uh, philosophy of, you know, exercise of discipline of fighting, um, and other martial arts, you know, mixed martial arts, uh, and, and learning and learning about Jesus also. So, uh, I'm going to try to try to book him for next Thursday, guys. What do you guys think, man? Sounds like a fun conversation, but, uh, the, the, the only, uh, the only but that I have with that, Pastor Juan, is uh, I'm gonna yeah. go. I'm gonna go Yoda on you. <laughs> there is uh, no. There is no try. There's either do or do not. <laughs> so get it done. <laughs> I will. I'm gonna. I'm gonna book it today. I'm gonna call him when I get off of this, and I will text you guys and let you know it is done. There you go. All right, right, brothers. I I, phenomenal conversation as usual. Um, Any closing thoughts? Closing remarks? Not everybody at once. (laughs) Man, I I mean I do. I I mean if you guys want me, just remember that the Lord is is much more interested in your spiritual growth than in your temporal success. So if your goals are, are truly of God, you know, they're going to advance, you know, your maturity as a Christian first. So I would encourage you to evaluate them honestly with a willingness, like uh, Clemente and Josh said, you got to have a willingness to let them go and follow God versus that goal. Yep. Put God first, for sure. Yeah. Amen. That's good. No, good stuff, guys. Good conversation today. Look forward to next week. Can that guy teach us uh, how to do the armbar via podcast? Oh, uh, yeah. Via Zoom podcast. <laughs> put a put a sleeper hold. So if I, <laughs> all you listeners out there, you want to learn how to put a sleeper hold on somebody, uh, stay Next tuned. Thursday. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Love you. Uh, God bless. We'll talk next week. Peace. God's plan. <laughs>